I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what what are you you not saying? Good job, lover. Hello, beautiful people. You're listening to your favorite show on the block. <laughs> we're very excited that we're back and we're in our closet. Um, hopefully. I can't wait till we have our own podcast recording yeah. studio. Yeah, I was Coming just about soon. to say, <clears throat> who knows, one day in the, in the very near future, we're going to actually have a cool little setup and maybe we'll do video podcast, which wow. will be really cool. Get so on YouTube. Exciting. YouTube influencers. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyways, welcome back to the Say More Show. This is a show where we dive into you, self-discovery, and really reminding you that you and your life matter. Um, So today we're going to dive into one of our, I think, a really relevant topic maybe that we've been like thinking more about, something that our clients are talking about, and I think just in general that we as humans do often, which is live in the future. Mm -hmm. But before that, as always, we're going to tune in and pulse check. Jordan Alexis. Pulse check, check. Nolan, (laughs) tell me, how do you be more, do more, or say more? I definitely, I be more. You be more. (laughs) Be more. Tell me how you be. I, so we went to Cabo for Kelsey's little birthday weekend getaway, which was freaking incredible. And I guess I didn't realize that my phone didn't have like international whatever. So I was not on my phone at all. Like literally did not pick it up. It was amazing. And it was so interesting. There were like so many lessons of just being like no phones, no texting, no social media, no book. Like I had no form of entertainment, if you will. And so I'm laying there just staring out at the ocean and like wondering why I was kind of like fidgeting with my fingers. And it was just interesting because we also have went off of caffeine like the last two weeks. There's just no more, like there's no form of numbing agents, if you will. And mm. so I just had a lot of beautiful realizations, a lot of clarity that I wasn't really prepared or expected to have. And I was so excited to have it. And it really was just a gift to just be. So I was really grateful. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like you learned like the most being off social media, just being more with yourself? What was one thing? My instant reaction was to like fidget or that I needed, like I needed my phone. Like I felt weird. It felt like my limb was missing, honestly, some days. I was like, this is so odd. And I'm honestly, I'm not on social media that much. I'd say I'm on it like an hour a day max, really. Um, But just like checking emails, checking like client messages. So just sitting there in complete silence with like, and and feeling so happy. I think that was the biggest realization. Like Mm. at first there was anxiety and like I kind of rode that wave. And then literally I did. Like I went out in the ocean and completely, you have the picture. Like I completely immersed myself in the water and I was laying there with my back up, just like feeling the waves. And I was so content and so happy. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing that like, I wasn't numbing with alcohol. Like we didn't get drunk. Like, yes, we had drinks in the evenings and things like that. I wasn't numbing with caffeine. I wasn't numbing with Adderall or other things that I used to. 
and I genuinely had nothing other than just my life and what I had in a suitcase and you mm. and I was very content and that felt really good so that was probably my biggest takeaway was that I can just be happy and just be mm, without doing I know achieving and hustling and going Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think I love how you said that too. It's like, yes, there was anxiety. And also you like rode that wave of getting to the other side. So if you're someone that can't sit, that can be a little challenge is taking yourself off social media or putting your phone away, like in a drawer for the day, like whatever it is, just to kind of notice um, what comes up for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then also being aware of like what feels good for you. Like that was a question I kept asking myself, which was interesting because like Kels is such, we're so sometimes opposite at the beach. It's very funny. <laughs> she was like loving sitting there playing cards with her mom and under the umbrella. And I'm like, I need sunshine. I want fully in the she sun. She fully bakes like a chicken. Wing. I don't want to be, I was sunscreen on. I don't want to be like in the umbrella. And so I'm like, what would feel good for me? Because like there were times where you just wanted to sit in the lawn chair and like I felt maybe like fidgety or whatever so I had to like figure out and just be really in tune with myself on like what would feel good for my body and my nervous system and it was always just getting in the water like it Mm. was so calming such pure joy I'm proud of you for yeah because I'm not much of a water you guys should have seen her face that's another another story that's a story for another day but Kels was freaking terrified of the giant waves in Cabo and I made her go out and she looked like she was like gonna shit her pants <laughs> totally I'm not like a natural in the water or something it just yeah it just doesn't feel I love watching you in it like it makes me very happy so. I appreciate you attempting I do I always do try hobbies that I like yeah absolutely I'm always like down for it and then like sometimes I continue or I kind of pull back a little bit but we did go snorkeling which was really yeah. fun it was epic how did you say more be more do more this last week Kels I feel as though I be more as well. I honestly feel like this whole month has been more of that. Um, I feel like last week we had a lot of quality time together. We've just really, I just didn't do as much. I have had a really busy schedule for a long time. And I feel like this month is... Since January, at least. Yeah, and then like holiday and before that, like October. Oh my God. Yeah. Truly. Almost like since October, I feel like it's just kind of been like nonstop in a sense. Your only slow month is May. Let's be and, real. And let's be real. <laughs> so I I feel like I have been being more. However, it almost also feels like I've been doing more because a little bit of my head is going. Like I feel like I'm not doing enough. Like I kinda I, I'm really not battling, but I'm noticing thoughts or feelings come up around like I'm doing too much or too less in a sense or not enough Mm -hmm. and so I'm like almost like I'm internally working with that thought and belief and like just noticing those things without doing more it's a really interesting thing because I feel like I'm tired but I'm like restless it's odd and your birthday was just (laughs) the other day Yes. Any realizations you have had with the month of May and just maybe reoccurrent feelings that have arised every year for you? Well, every month of May, Jordan pointed out that I basically am indecisive. So, uh, yeah, indecisive, very emotional. Um, question yeah, every question aspect of life. everything. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm just like internally thinking and wondering and questioning so I feel like I've been busy but I haven't been like actively busy externally in Mm -hmm. a sense 
Um, so yeah, this little Gemini is very emotional. Last night, if you saw on our Instagram stories, if you follow us, I cried over my bowl of pasta, basically. <laughs> I, like I cried a, dof, a drop of a dime. Um, so just really been, I feel like I've been more in my body yet also in my head. It's really weird. Totally. I so see that. I like see it battling. And this is why I love, and I think I said this before, that like I had to ride, ride the wave of anxiety knowing on the other side of that I was going to get to feel the joy of just being. And I feel like you've almost done the same thing, riding the wave for a longer period of time this month, but it's looked different. Like some days are easier than others for you. And I can tell when you're like really in your mind busy. And then also like you've done a good job of like, we've napped more this month. Mm -hmm. We've and done way more like spur of the moment things. Like normally yeah. we're planners and we'll plan out when we do certain events or like fun things. And we went to a baseball game like randomly one night. One night. So I feel like there's been a lot more freedom. And with that freedom though, I will say there's also been like um, maybe a little bit of like hardships just navigating like, what being gets to look like for you in the mm -hmm. season. I think too, we talked about it the other day of like, I feel like there's been more clarity. I find that when I'm busy, I can really only stay present in a sense, uh, but like busy, I don't know. It's a weird, weird thing, but I've also feel like I've had more clarity on our future and we've made really big decisions and realizations um, this month, which I don't think would have come so clear if I was more clouded with work. Mm -hmm. And also, so that's been feeling really good. So yeah, we're cyclical fucking beans and <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. And also like, I love to go. You are a workhorse and I admire that about you. You still take time all the time to be, but I think when your work looks different, um, yeah, it can put a little bit of stress on you, but I've yeah. loved seeing there has been so much clarity for both of us in different ways. It's been so weird. Like, I feel like we've made so many big life decisions mm -hmm. that like you said, so this is why I'm bringing this up because I think it's important to, to acknowledge and honor every season and try not to get so frustrated with it and allow yourself to really ride the wave because this month has allowed us the space that we needed to really get clarity on so many big life things on upcoming retreats, on locations, how many retreats we were able to do this year, things with family, like just so many decisions mm -hmm. that we would have never had the space for to have those kinds of conversations after a long work day. Absolutely. I feel like that's been one of the biggest things is space allows for that clarity to drop in. Um, yeah. Mm. So I love it. You're rising. We're rising. Yeah. And just like the nature always does, you know? Tell us. What does nature always <laughs> do? <tell us? laughs> just like nature always does it. Right now when we walk around in the neighborhood, it's mm -hmm. blooming. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So and then blooming. fall's going to happen. Yeah. And, and then, then you <laughs> fall, things fall away and then they're planted and you're new like. New things come. Yeah. New things come and grow and then they die off. So it's just, I love nature as a way of. Real life. We're just mirrors of nature. Totally. My favorite, favorite place to reflect is always nature. And yeah. for you, maybe it isn't the ocean. For you, maybe it's, I don't know, the mountains or wherever. But that it will always be a really powerful place to reflect on the season you're in. So I'm curious for you. Pause in this moment. Check in with yourself. Pulse check. And perhaps ask yourself, what season are you in? What does your body need more or less of? Um, are you in the growing season, the blooming season, the rooting season, yeah. the rebirth, the death and rebirth? Where are you at? Yeah. Well, let's dive in to today's topic. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So ask yourself, do you typically live 
in the future? Or do you more so live in the past? Are you really grounded and always in the present? Or are you kind of mixed between all of it? I think first getting an idea of kind of where you most land, and of course in different seasons and different days and different hours, it will all look different. Um, but I think just getting awareness of that. So I want to hear from you. What do you think you kind of go between? Well, if you would have asked me this question two years ago, I think I oscillated mainly between past and future, never present. (laughs) Nervous system was never regulated. I think when you're in the present, that is when you're fully at peace and in the moment and have a regulated nervous system. I think when we live in the past and in the future, at that point, we're just creating stories and creating more anxiety. It's interesting when I cut out more distractions like when we were in Cabo recently, I Mm -hmm. noticed that there were times my head would go to the future like it used to. I would say I'm probably in the present at least 80% of the time. Like that's genuinely my goal. You know how like fitness coaches will say like eat 80% whole foods and 20% soul foods. That's what I used to call it. Um, I feel like that with the past, present, and future. I live 80% in the present and I would say 20% in the future. I don't really think I ever really live in the past anymore. Like maybe a a memory will pop up here and there, but like, I don't think I ever live in the past. It's usually Mm -hmm. like 20% in the future. I see you mostly like, yeah, like future oriented. What about you? What do you feel like? Where do you lie with that? I feel like I'm definitely more present. I'm not a past. Sometimes I'm past. Like when I guess I reflect, I think I may be more past than future. 100%. I was like, (laughs) actually, I don't really live in the future much. I feel like I don't, but then the past, I don't know if I like dwell on the past or like, I just like reflect on, how do you see my past? I think it depends. So I see it in a healthy way and I see it in an unhealthy way. I think when Mm. it's a healthy way, you're using it as a reflection. So sometimes it's good to look backwards. Like if you're doing shadow work and things like that and you're just reflecting on patterns of yourself patterns of other people memories things that happen and just connecting dots so if you're using it as a way of curiosity and a way of reflection I think it's beautiful Mm -hmm. however when we use it from a place of dwelling which sometimes happens but that's usually when your nervous system's not regulated and you'll start living in the past and one of Kelsey's really good friends this always cracks me up Kelsey used to live in the past a lot when we were first together just navigating our relationship and uh, her friend was always like, Kels, you're a terrible author. Stop writing stories. Mm-hmm. Meaning like she would just create shit up in her head that was happening. There were like past stories or past things that happened in my life and then create an attachment to it. Um, but I rarely see you dwell on the past now. Like every now yeah. and again, it'll happen. But mostly I see you at least 80% in the present and you're very good at reflecting. Yes. Yes, I agree. I am. That was interesting. I just had a little thought of breakthrough. It is a beautiful breakthrough. Look at that. I will say along those lines of asking yourself, how many stories are you creating? For me, in, in, in my role with Pause, I hear this a lot. It's basically my calls with them are, okay, they're somewhere right now in their life. They're deciding if they want to go ahead and be a breathwork facilitator. They're deciding if they want to take a step into towards their soul's work and to their, like this calling, the more that they have been on their heart. And I often hear a couple different excuses. And one of the things is that, well, I'm not sure where I'm going to be in the future. So I think I'm just going to put this like on the back burner or, well, in the future, you know, this could happen. What if I don't have enough money then? Like, 
we start to all create all these future stories and I always invite them back of what is present now? Stop making current decisions based on possible future things that you have no idea are ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that is so incredibly powerful. And just noticing how much of your decision-making you're making based on possible things or stories that may not even come true or are even mm-hmm. true in the future. I love that example. I have one to add to that. I have a lot of clients that I feel like this pops up with where similar to what you said, it's very future oriented. It's like, well, my partner and I, or husband and I aren't doing well, um, but I don't know if I want a divorce or if I'm going to want one in the future or what I want. And maybe the relationship's really unhealthy and they need space. And instead of taking space because that's what they need in the present right here and now moment, there's casting stories for the future about 50 different ones on why they can't or shouldn't or whatever it is. And it's all future based instead of giving themselves right there in that moment, what they actually need. So similar to what you said, always inviting back, what decision can I make for myself in this present moment that supports this present story right here, right now, today. To support the future of where you want to go, not this fucking wacko story that you have of the future because we don't know like no one knows the future so when you're trying to create all of these crazy stories and Kelsey and I are guilty of it too we all are it's normal to let your mind wander there and the what ifs and being nervous and things like that but if you do that you're going to stop yourself from an actual future that you could have that's amazing. And then on the flip side of that, I think sometimes when people have the victim mentality, which I see quite a lot and something we help break with some of the women that come to our retreats and kind of move through and is that victim mentality of like, well, this is what I think is going to happen in the future and all these stories. And then that becomes the reality. And it's like, see, I told you that was going to happen. And it's like, well, of course, Just like you can manifest something positively, you can manifest something bad happening. If you talk about it, you have no money in your bank account or you're not going to have money or you're not going to be able to pay these bills or you're not going to have this relationship or you're scared you're still going to be stuck in the same spot in a year, guess what? If that's all you talk about and what your story is, that is exactly what your future reality will be because you're creating it. Mm -hmm. So mic drop, baby. (laughs) Love that. It's very true that we we are so powerful. I think we talked about just how powerful our minds are um, than a few episodes ago, but it really is incredible when you start to notice the language in which that you're having and also when you notice that you have the power to create something entirely different from your current circumstances. So stop creating your current decisions based on either your current circumstances because we don't want to do that either I don't think in a sense like Mm -hmm. if we're stuck right now and then we're like well I'm never going to get out of this then we're never going to make a decision based on the future self that you're wanting to step into the future life that you're wanting you have to take radical responsibility now to start changing and start becoming it now and also be mindful of making this current decisions based on the stories that are in your head that are not even true. Mm, I love that. That's so good. It's it's wild. We actually just had our um, retreat girls coming to Glacier National Park next month. So excited about that. We had them write a letter to their future selves. And one of the most common questions that keeps coming up is like, like they write these beautiful letters, right, of who they're becoming, the characteristics, what it's like when they wake up in the morning, what it feels like, like a year from now, right? And it's like, well, how do I become her? And then 
there's sometimes we still act in ways of our current self. So it's like, just like I talked about, you can have positive reflections in the past. You can positively kind of cast the future. We call it like casting the vision. So it's okay to let yourself go into the future if you're casting the vision, but the path that you take, the route that you take to get there gets to be very flexible. You used to always tell me that because I used to be very rigid. Very rigid. Very black and white. Um, But it has to be flexible. But one way that you can start showing up as her now because she's in you, it's your core self, or he's in you, it's your core self, um, basically is to start embodying that now. So if you say, one of our girls said that... uh, She's like a fashionista. She has like all of these like high vibe and like bougie clothes. Like she just loves like walk the walk, if you will, with that. And so literally she's like, if I'm going to talk about wanting to be this girl that like feels like I like have it together and I have these nice things, like then I want to start maybe once a month allotting and budgeting to get that nice thing. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be an external thing. Matter of fact, I recommend it be an internal thing it can be a characteristic a quality that you start showing up as but that was one way and then she bought these awesome gucci glasses and you could just tell her vibe or energy all of it shifted so she's trying to show up as this girl now another example one that i used to actually always use is i wanted to be a ray of fucking sunshine literally wrote it all over my journals i (laughs) named it i said it that's what i wanted to be i wanted people when they if i was to die tomorrow i wanted people to say God, she was such a ray of light. Like, she was just, like, her energy was infectious. That's what I wanted. And I was like, what does that type of person Mm -hmm. act like? How do they show up? And Mm -hmm. I started to become that. And now, I don't know if people would say that, but I feel that for myself. Mm -hmm. I think that's really powerful to remember is that you get to write your own story. Mm -hmm. Like, that's literally what we can do on this earth and remember we can write quote unquote bad stories we can write limited stories we can write stories that don't serve you and also on the flip side you can write empowering stories you can write empower and inspiring stories every joyful peaceful like whatever it is you get to write your life and what do you want it to be who you want to be um however noticing when you're making fearful choices based on shitty stories Mm -hmm. I love that you said that that's so good and I want to go back to the question of are you living in the future because I want you to just pause for a moment with all these examples that we've given it's okay to sometimes be in the past be in the present or to be in the future if it's in a way of reflection of curiosity and the third one is empowerment, right? Because that's creating a beautiful, either if it's empowerment, you're creating a beautiful reality. And if it's reflection, you're creating growth for your present self. But Mm. on the flip side of that, we can live in the future and then just constantly be anxious, right? Yeah. We create stories and go off of them and we can be very, very anxious if we live in the past. We can also then become really sad or our moods are really like all over the place. The best place to live is in the future, but if you're going, or sorry, not in the future, in the present, but if you're going to be looking into the future or if you're going to be looking into the past, check in with yourself and what way are you doing that? Is it serving your higher self? Mm -hmm. Is it serving your present self? 
Is it moving the needle forward in your life? If it's Mm -hmm. not, perhaps it's time to work on some grounding techniques and regulate your nervous system and drop back into your body. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I love that you said that. I will say one thing about like just noticing when you're anxious and asking yourself, I think when you're anxious, you're kind of, what do you think? I think you're living more in the future. That's kind of my thought. Yeah, usually. I think when you're anxious, it is more in the future. Future Future-based. So just noticing when you are anxious, what stories are running through your mind and perhaps just writing them down. That's personally what I really love doing. That was like my favorite way of grounding in a sense is just getting everything out of my head and onto paper so that I can actually see what the fuck am I telling myself? Because if I read those things back and I and someone else told me those, I it's always really clear that they're not true. It's always really clear that they're not mine or it's always really true that they're something from the past that I'm creating my current reality, like whatever it is. I think that's a really powerful, just a simple technique of when you're noticing you're anxious, just writing things down on what is actually bringing the anxiety. And you'll notice that it's actually nothing that's true or nothing that's present. And it's taking you out of the moment to really just be in your joy mm-hmm. and peace and life. Totally. It almost gives you clarity. I literally had to do this exact like exercise essentially like last week. For <laughs> I'll just name this and be very brief. But essentially, I was very triggered and super frustrated. And I was really anxious. And I didn't really have the answers why. And I didn't know why it bothered me so much. Basically, by a family member. And when I really sat with it and reflected, I realized I was very upset based on future stories that I had created Mm. that I wasn't going to get to be as close with my family because I'm not there. And that like, essentially my mom's going to be closer with other family members because I'm not in Ohio. Like all these stories that are future based that weren't actually true. And once I would allow myself to zoom out, I was able to kind of soothe myself and put those stories to rest but I was very reactive for a couple of days probably and just maybe a little bit more snappy and I had to sit with like why am I so anxious because I didn't want to stay in that state so again this goes back to like you get to choose and when you attune your nervous system and check in with yourself you start to realize when these emotions show up that are ones that are not from your core self meaning they're not from love Mm -hmm. it's not compassionate it's not caring then I check in with, why am I showing up this way? Matter of fact, my mom even called Kels and was like, what is going on with Jordan? I want the old Jordan back or whatever because I was so like triggered and annoyed and I got like a little bit snappy and I'm not usually like that. So now my family's like, wait a minute, what's going on? Because that's <laughs> not the norm for me anymore. Yeah. I really want to acknowledge you and your work that you've done with staying more in the present and also helping me in the future because I think that's a gift that if you can think more in the future and and realize that you can create a really beautiful, joyful, abundant, love-filled life, you're going to feel way more happier in the present. Mm. So I love yeah. you for that. Well, I love you for going on that journey with me because Kels definitely is better at reflecting on the past and I'm definitely better at <laughs> casting the vision for the future. Yeah. And I feel like it's been awesome watching you come along with that because I feel like we used to, uh, maybe I was shut down a little bit anytime I would do like future talk. And now like we really just paint the vision and they're like, however it happens or unfolds but we at least still name all the things in the future, mm-hmm. which has been really cool. And a lot of it's come true. Yeah. Hint, hint. What is it? 
I'm not going to name it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just naming to the people listening that, yes. like, when you cast the vision. Oh, yes. When you get curious, reflect, and think positively on your future and aren't just staying in a victim mentality or staying in an old story, you can create a new reality for yourself that's way more beautiful than you could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Last note I want to name is throw out throw what? Throw, throw out the timelines and trust and, sur- and to surrender how it's meant to work out. Um, if we come in with expectations or timelines on when things should happen, then we're going to be forcing versus allowing it to flow. Um, and I think that's a big thing when we're talking about like being able to create the future without creating, you know, limited stories. We're going to be like, well, this I, I want this to happen and this is supposed to happen here. Or see, I told you, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. our mind is really, really powerful. So be mindful of what thoughts you're thinking um, and what beliefs you're having ruminate there and what story you're writing. Mm, so good. Great cool. way to end it. All righty. Anything else? I feel very complete. Alrighty, so actually, update, Thailand retreat is completely sold out, so we actually don't have any retreats available. Um, We have our... Yeah, in 2023. In 2024, we have nailed down a date for our first retreat in February, hint, Mountain E, but also water. Also ocean. (laughs) Also ocean, lots of animals. So if you're interested in a retreat in 2024, um, let us know because we have early bird pricing going on. Limited spots will be available. They will always sell out. So jump on that. And as always, if you love this episode, please let us know. Give us a rating on Apple, Spotify, wherever it is that you're listening. And we'll see you guys on the other side. Okay, bye.